All right, so today, like, I don't know, like two hours ago, <laughs> I I got a, our, my apartment has a, like a, a, a door system where you can like hit a, you have the intercom system where you hit the button and you can call the apartment, mm-hmm. but you can't like open the door or anything. So if someone rings it, you have to go to the door to get them. And so I got it. So I was just been at home and I got a ring at the intercom. And so I go from. I get up and I go to the door because I'm like, it's probably like someone either delivered something or something like that because that's usually what happens. And so I go out there and there's a girl standing out there and I, was, I could see her because right when, you, when you're walking down the hallway to go to the like exit, there's like frosted glass. So if someone's standing right next to it, you can like kind of see their outline. Yeah. And so I go out there and I open the door and she's like, oh, uh, for 104? And I said, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, well, here's your... Uh, Here's your DoorDash. And I'm like, oh, uh, I didn't order anything. <laughs> She's like, really? I said, yeah, I didn't order anything. Are you sure you meant for 104D? She's like, yeah. And then she lists off my address. And it's like, yeah, that's me. And she's like, oh. It's like, oh, well, that's what the person put their uh, put their um, their address as. And I was like, oh, weird. It's like, is it all right if I just take a picture of the door and submit it just so that way I don't get any get in trouble for not delivering it to the right place? I'm like, sure, fine. And so we walk back through the hall towards my apartment, and then she takes a picture of the door. And she's like, well, since you live here, I guess this is yours. And she gives me the <laughs> she gives me the food. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I take it inside, and I it's Panda Express, and I really don't like Panda Express. I'm like, huh. And so I look on the receipt, and there's a phone number on the receipt. I'm like. I'll give it a call and see what happens. Yeah. Maybe this person is either lives nearby or they want to come pick it up. I don't know. And so I call the number. No, no answer. So I leave a message. And then I call the number again. No answer. I'm like, whatever. And so I'm like, all right, I'll, pro- I'll split this up because it's, uh, it's orange chicken and fried rice. I'm like, all right, I'll split this up and give it to my roommates and see if they want it. So I do that. I split up, I eat the fortune cookie that's in there, and then I throw the stuff out. <laughs> oh, no. And so about 10 minutes after that, I get a phone call. I get a phone call from the number. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I'm like, huh. So I just divvied it up. I'm like, no, I'm not going to answer this. <laughs> and so... And so I don't. I let it. I let it just ring through. And I'm like, if they leave a message, I'll listen to it. And then if it's if it says something, then I'll figure it out from there. But they don't leave a message. Mm-hmm. And then they call back again. Oh no. And I'm like, and I still don't want to answer it. And so I just let it ring all the way through. Well, yeah, you've already eaten part of their meal at this I, point. So I have not. I have <laughs> technically. I technically have not eaten. I split it up into Tupperware containers, but I have not eaten. Oh, eating any of the food because I, I don't okay. like because I don't like it. Yeah, and so <laughs> so now it's sitting in Tupperware containers on my counter. Oh no! And this person, so I'm like, I guess I'm just the jerk who stole their food. So <laughs> let you guys, I'll let you guys decide my fate if I'm a jerk or not. So they never left a message or anything. They just accepted their fate that someone called yeah. them, said, "Hey, I have your food," and then refused to pick up when they called back. Yes. Oh my god. Gosh, dude. <laughs> but in fairness, they can they can probably get their money. I've had this happen before where they've and just... DoorDash will give them their money back. Yeah, so that's why I don't feel bad. But then I was right. like, a little bit worried. I was like, these people have my address. They could probably just come here. 
But then I was thinking, well, they, have well, your, they have your address by accident. Right, yeah. <laughs> they probably yeah. don't remember that they put in the wrong address. Maybe yeah. they're the people who used to live there. That's what I was thinking. Oh. I was like, well, this person was too lazy to go out and get their own food. I don't think they're going to come all the way to my place just to complain. The only yeah. thing I would have done differently is I would have waited longer to divvy it up and like accept <laughs> that the food is now mine. Andrew, I would have waited at question. least an hour. Here's what I I, need I said to I was gonna wait thirty to... minutes and I didn't even <laughs> wait fifteen. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Nothing But Nonsense podcast once again. My name is Matt. I'm hosting this week, and I'm joined by my two beloved co-hosts who you know quite well to this point. Greet the audience, people. You know us quite well? I would imagine. I mean, we've done this for quite a <laughs> while now. Yeah, I guess. If this is their first episode. Then welcome, and you don't know us quite well yet, <laughs> but you will by the end of this episode. <laughs> welcome to, welcome to three strangers. Yeah, exactly. Their names are Dawson. Welcome and Andrew. to nothing but three strangers. Nothing there but three go. strangers on a Discord call. Nothing but three strangers who. <laughs> I've ran out of riffs. I'm done. <laughs> nothing but <laughs> nothing but three strangers who question mark. Just who? <laughs> nothing but three nothing strangers. Nothing but three, three strangers, comma who? Who? Who day? That'd be a pretty good name for a podcast because you do like nothing but three strangers who, and then you insert like whatever your title is for that episode. Oh yeah, if you want to be like super thematic with your titles and such, like, yeah, like, like consistent thing. Yeah, I guess like we nothing. found our title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's like kind of what we do for. I mean, we've only done we've only called it that once because we've only done one review episode <clears throat> since we determined that. But we were going to start calling our review episodes nothing but, and then whatever we watched. Basically, mm -hmm. our last one was just nothing but morbid time. But yeah, that we don't, we don't do that for every episode, obviously. <laughs> All right, but. That's too, we decided to go a different route. Yeah, exactly. Where we have to come up with a with a specific title at the end of like literally every at the end of every episode of people, we sit around for like ten <laughs> minutes while the audio exports and try to think of the title. Yep, it always takes forever. There's I can count on one hand the number of times it came faster than ten minutes, where we came up with it like real quick off the top of our heads. Other than that, it's a struggle to name these things. Oh, yeah. And then poor Dawson's just sitting there, like, waiting for us so we can make the graphic. Sometimes I start with the basics before you guys even give me a name. Yeah. <laughs> I make the foundations. Mm -hmm. All right. So I had a good day today because there was something quite unexpected that happened. I was chilling at work doing my workly duties and suddenly a text message came through from my dad who was out grocery shopping and he found State Mount blew up. What? Ohio State blew up. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but um he was at the grocery store and he found Mountain Dew pitch black being sold in twelve packs of cans. Which pitch black. Is that new or is that old? It has so here's 
So Pitch Black came out when I was like pretty young, like probably elementary school, maybe elementary middle school. It came out and then they discontinued it and then they kind of brought it back like, I don't know, five years, five years ago ish. I'm really bad with time, but um, roughly so it, they brought it back with also releasing Baja Blast into stores. And then they let people like pick which one they wanted to keep in stores. And I actually think Pitch Black won that vote, believe it or not. But then Baja Blast became a mainstay in stores. Pitch Black kind of got outed, and we haven't heard from it since. But I love heard Mountain Dew Pitch Black so much. Heard, haven't heard from it. Yeah, exactly. It's been in hiding. <laughs> Pretty much. So it like just came back out of nowhere. So my dad immediately bought six packs of it, and uh, they're all just sitting in my family room because we don't have the fridge space to support it. But um, I put up in the basement. Yeah, that's they're all they're slowly making their way down there. That's we've got one 12 pack in the fridge down there, and that's where I grabbed the one that I'm drinking for this recording, which is sitting on my desk. I pulled it from there, but um, yeah, we just have so now we have a bunch of it because we need to stock up before it goes away again. But it got me one stick it outside, yeah, that too. Honestly, just chuck it out on the deck, which we're actively (laughs) destroying, and we're gonna put a new deck in, (laughs) so we don't really have one right now, but. Yeah, we could. Or in the garage. Yeah, give We've some uh, Mountain Dew to those. Uh, some Mountain mm. Dew to the groundhogs and raccoons. <laughs> and all the deer that we always have in yeah. our yard. Yeah, we live in we live in like suburbia, suburbia, but we have a nice patch of woods that brings all sorts of wildlife to our yard. So that's pretty fun, especially the deer. I don't, my dad hates groundhogs and raccoons being around, but aside from that, it's nice. <laughs> but it got me wondering if you guys have any similar like things that food food or drink products that like got discontinued that you guys loved and you either they either have come back or you wish they would come back because i've had i've had a lot of them over the course of my life because for some reason everything i like is limited edition so i'm wondering if you guys have anything fries every year bro yeah i do okay (laughs) it also knows about the andrew do you think i have grounds to sue taco bell because i they brought back the nacho fries and all they said was they're back I didn't know until I ate one. It turns out they put like a cheese product on them now. But there's no indication of that in any of their advertising that the recipe changed because they didn't used to do that. But yes. I ate one and Definitely I had a, so. I had a very mild reaction to it. I'm like, hmm, that's odd. And then I looked up the ingredients and it turns out that it changed. So I wonder if I have grounds to sue them. Yes. I may you have gotta to do like that. A, you got to do like a deep, deep dive. If you look at everything, you gotta look at everything. You gotta look at like on the app, on the website, on the menu, at the store. Yeah. You gotta look at everything just to like cover all your bases because mm-hmm. you could be like, oh, oh, they they never said it, but then you look at it and like, oh, this one tiny little yeah, right. microscopic phrase <laughs> right down here, it's like, oh well, there you go, right there. Yeah. It's a real bummer too, because I love nacho fries. Like they're so Yeah, and you good. know that they come with the with like that cheese stuff on it now like there's no way taco bell workers are putting that on there yeah exactly (laughs) so nacho fries is one for you dawson yeah i mean there's there's not a lot of stuff that i feel like i've had over the years that has gotten taken off of the market none that i can think of really well i'm happy for you that that's the case (laughs) Since lived a privileged <laughs> life. Well, I'm not. I'm not someone who really has go tos for like snacks or anything. I just kind of see stuff and that's what I eat. 
Maybe that's part of my problem. Well, part of my problem is being dietary limited already, but also I very much key in on certain things. Like I order the same things at restaurants all the time, and I have like the yeah. same kind of things I like to buy from stores too. Mine is uh, Red Baron. The Red Baron is the best uh, uh, frozen pizza brand. I forgot about wanna... that. Yeah. Oh, wanna, they don't have those wanna... anymore? I used no. to get those. But... Not... <laughs> Red Baron does exist as a pizza company, yes. I've had like but... their personal pizzas. Yes, but they used to sell uh, personal breakfast pizzas. Oh. Oh. And I used to get, and they were expensive. They were like four ninety nine a piece, which is not cheap when you want a bunch of them and you're <laughs> on and you're trying to keep your trying to save your money. But I used to always just buy like maybe one or two and then just like on my days off I'd eat one. And they were so good. I love breakfast pizza. It's a it's a weird thing. It's a weird niche that I have that I love it. It's so good. So what do you like on your breakfast pizza, ideally? I like eggs. I like sausage. I like bacon. I like whatever you whatever you put on it. I like even like uh sometimes I've seen them with like potato like hash brown shavings on them, which are really good. Ooh. There's not really anything I wouldn't want because like I mean, what breakfast food is bad? Yeah, I mean I'm not a breakfast fan as in I don't really eat <laughs> it, but the like one or two times I've eaten it in the last five years, it has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I went to first watch for the first time and only time like, oh gosh, three, four, three and a half years ago now. No, three years ago. And um, it, I was actually surprised how much I liked it considering I just never eat breakfast. But I got like, I just got very simple like scrambled eggs, bacon, some potatoes, and then some toast with house-made preserves. Oh gosh, it was so good. I went to, uh, this is, most Denny's all over the place suck, but there's this one Denny's <laughs> Uh, over on the side of the state that me and my friends love to go to late at night and it's some of the best food it's one of the best Denny's not the best food it's the best Denny's I've ever had and it's really so it, it so it's just regular food in all honesty <laughs> <laughs> so like you say like I say that but then it's like oh I, it's, it's pretty much just regular food when you actually look at it when you stack it's it up in the grand scheme you, of food regular food you don't have to cook I know but it's also like inexpensive as well, so that's right. like that's the that's the addition of it being inexpensive. So like usually Denny's food is cheap and bad, but this is cheap and good. And uh, so the last time we went, which was uh, last week, I had gotten I wasn't really feeling I was like wasn't really feeling breakfast, but my friend my friends got it, but I got some like chicken tenders that didn't didn't really turn out to be very good. Mm. But I just watching them eat their breakfast, I'm like. Oh, was so mad because I love, I love yeah. breakfast food. Well, I guess I have a kind of answer for you. Yeah, I, I've been thinking like this whole time of like any snacks or foods that I that they've taken off the market that I've enjoyed, but I can't think of any in that regards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can think of like two restaurants that have kind of disappeared. Oh yeah, I that miss. counts for sure. Uh, Piata, bro. 
We've talked about uh, it so much on this podcast, but Piata, <laughs> come back to Michigan, please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I mean, I've gone to Toledo for that, though, and, like, that's not too bad of a drive. So, honestly, yeah. I don't even know if I can fully count that one because I, I have gone when I've craved it. That, uh, <laughs> that absolutely counts. Yeah. <laughs> I had to cross, like, state borders to to get it though so if you have to drive uh, lo- if you have to drive longer than like 30 minutes to get it then it's a little bit inconvenient longer than an hour just, i'd say would be the real threshold but yeah it's one of those things where it's like there's not really another alternative out there for it so that's no, there's why nothing like, like it which is why i can't believe yeah. it didn't survive up here yeah and that's that's why like it came to mind because i Normally, I feel like with snacks and stuff, and stuff, I'm okay with buying like off-branded stuff or like yeah. you know random other stuff that's kind of similar. So like, I don't miss a lot of things in that market. But mm-hmm. the restaurant market, if you know something leaves and there's no replacement for it, I guess that leaves a bigger hole. The other one being uh, probably CC's Pizza. Oh I used yeah, to like that growing. I never up went there, and, uh, and now they don't really have them anywhere. I've looked for. Oh them. yeah, I remember CC's Pizza. It was the, it was the. Less, I'll tell you this, it's the cheaper equivalent of a restaurant called American Pie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, was it similar? They still have one American Pie left around here. And, And uh, oh my gosh, is it depressing. (laughs) Maybe it was just, maybe it was just, (laughs) I've been in there, yeah, I went in there like two years ago. uh, Dang. And I was just like, there's no one here. This is so sad. That is. Like I remember, I remember the days where we would all go in like huge groups. Yeah. And uh, you know, like we we would go up and we would have to wait for them to restock the pizza because it had just been like obliterated by like 15 teenagers or whatever. (laughs) Uh, And you know, then the next time I the last time I went in, there was it was me, Claire, and one other person in the restaurant. So we had our pick of anything. Uh, Mm -hmm. But buffets in itself really have just died out because of COVID. Yeah. So which is a bummer Um, because I did like buffets were good, uh, you know, periodically and on certain occasions. Mm -hmm. Like they they were they hit the spot, you know, in those times. There's a local Italian place that we used to go to on Mother's Day and they would do a Mother's Day buffet and it was like but it was so it was like their normal like high quality Italian food but just in a buffet style. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, dude. I would I would we would only go we'd have like a time slot for like early afternoon between like 12 and 2 was typically our window. And that would be the only meal that we would eat the entire day cuz we would eat so much food. <laughs> He would just down this stuff. And this was back before I was allergic to, or before my allergy came back. It was in that, like, sweet window where I could eat dairy and such. So I got to eat, like, a lot of the things that were there. But my go-to was their gnocchi. It was just, it was very simple. It was just gnocchi with some marinara sauce and, like, some basil and parsley sprinkle on top. Oh, my gosh, dude. It was so good. That's definitely the best buffet I've been to. Without a doubt. Uh, there were, I think there was another one that I used to go to as well. Like Old Country Buffet, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one was good. They had like an ice cream machine. Mm-hmm. Which, that was awesome. But yeah, they're just not really around anymore. No. Do you think... CC's was fun, uh, and it came to mind because there's not really any of them anymore, and it was a chain. Yeah. A pretty big one. Uh, and I do remember like... like enjoying their food i guess uh and 
I remember their like dessert cinnamon it's a sticks oh, or whatever they yeah. were. Those were great. And their mm-hmm. their cheese bread. Yeah. Like there's not really anything like that anymore, I guess. No, so. that's true. <coughs> do you think do you think that worst buffet ever that we went to in Florida still exists? Oh, definitely, because it's Florida. <laughs> oh, Florida's a whole that world place, of its own. That place is the absolute worst. It's so gross. I'm sure some people who you know like that kind of food, I guess, would go back. Yes. Maybe that's why they're still in business, but maybe. Clarify, it was a it was a vegan restaurant, right? I don't think or it was. Was it vegetarian? I don't it was think vegetarian. it was. It might have it wasn't vegan, I don't think. It might have been vegetarian. I don't really remember. But like I don't know. I don't eat a lot of vegetables. I'd like to consider myself more carnivore than vegetarian. Meat, meat, so, meat, meat. <laughs> I, I have a lot of meat in my diet, so we went there and I was just like, there's nothing here I want. I tried I tried so many different things Dude, and none of them were appetizing. No, it was what's just the place all called bleh. again? Sweet uh, tomatoes. Sweet tomatoes. I have a confession to make. What? You like it? Probably enjoy it. I I I will say it is a. It was a vegetarian restaurant. It was a vegan restaurant, so like a lot of stuff didn't have like a lot of animal products in it, and so. But they did have a few things. But I remember going there the first time when I went. When we went down there to visit my grandparents, because my grandparents used to like rent a house for like a month and stay in Florida nice. for the winter, and then uh, me and my my family and then my cousins would choose a week and we would all go down there and just stay with them. And so mm-hmm. I remember we went there one time. The first time we went there, I remember it was just like a buffet, and it was like all these different like small things. So like had these like brownies yeah. and like mm-hmm. muffins and like these like flatbread pizzas that were like really really good. And so it was like, it was like wow, this is amazing. And only yeah. going there once, and then not going again for like probably f- five years, and then going <laughs> back and being like, this is great. And then I went back again, probably after another five years, and. I'll say it was it was fine. It wasn't great. I just don't think fine. I just don't yeah. remember anything just, in that restaurant having flavor. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have like I, a lot of like it was like small portion sizes. That's like, yeah, I kept yeah. I kept coming back to the pizza in the long run because I was pizza like, is like a strong word. Yeah, because I was like at least you know this this is okay. Uh, but that's the best description I could give it is just okay. Like it was not good. Fair. Uh, and. Yeah, I and I I'm pretty sure even then I had like a bunch of ranch on it and uh yeah. And uh like I figured when I found the they had like an ice cream machine too. Um yeah, but it was like bad ice cream. It was, like it was really- so bad. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, sweet, they have ice cream. They can't they could not possibly mess this up." They did. They did. <laughs> Especially cuz it was yeah. it was vegan ice cream as well, so like I could have I could have eaten it probably, but I didn't even want to try yeah. it at that point because I just didn't like anything else. <laughs> now I tell you what, vegan ice cream now is pretty legit because they use like coconut milk and such. So like like they yeah, they've gotten yeah. it figured out. They have out. good options. Yeah, they've really got not at buffets, out. but good right. options. Yeah, not at buffets. Probably only. like the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, did you have any other products and or restaurants that aren't around anymore that you are sad about? Um. Uh. Hmm. I can tell I you, uh, 
per, the person uh, who ordered their Panda Express is probably sad because that's not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably dead. They're probably dead. <laughs> Man, I miss the days when DoorDash would actually come to your door and not someone else's <laughs> i hate doordash so hey at much, least so. doordash delivers to you I don't, i'm not even in range for them yeah it delivers to me but not my food <laughs> yeah if i want to because i've doordashed in the past but every you know like ever since i've been able to doordash or whatever like i've had their uh card and everything oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i've never lived within the zone so I always have to drive to start my shift with them. And mm, that's <laughs> ultimately, sad. that's why I stopped. Because I can't just clock in at my house and wait for an order. It's just way too Which clocking in is you. not really clocking in. It's just telling them you're ready to dash. But... Hey, I can go to the restaurant now is basically what you're telling yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, I I never liked DoorDash. I tried DoorDash, but I didn't like it because you had to like basically sit around and wait for people to order food. Mm-hmm. I did this grocery shopping app for a while, for a little oh, while. Instacart? Oh, Instacart. Yeah. No, it wasn't Instacart. It was uh, shipped. Shipped. Oh, yeah, I like yeah, them yeah. because they would like they would send you orders. They'd be like, "Hey, this yeah. person's ordering, and you can pick it. You can choose to do it or choose to not to do it." And that was what I liked because it would bring the orders to you. That is when nice. I when I started DoorDash, it was pretty early on in its life cycle, so a lot of people were dashers yet uh so i got a lot yeah. of orders to start because i started in high school i was like 16 uh and ever since then more and more people have joined because they want extra income or they want that to be their main job those those people are kind of annoying because they take all of the orders mm-hmm. uh it's like well why are you doing this eight hours a day i just need some extra income you know <laughs> uh so as a result you know, I'd have to. I'd be sitting around waiting for two hours, and it just wasn't worth it anymore. So I stopped, and I didn't even have like bad ratings or anything. I, I was like, four point nine something. I'm so. pretty sure DoorDash was not intended to be a full time job. Oh, it's yeah. not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was meant to be a side thing. Like, oh, I've got yeah, extra time so on my hands. I saw so many videos out there of people making it. I saw so many videos out there of people making it their full time jobs, and I'm like. Really? It seems like a good. I, I think unless like, you live in like a city and like you can just bike everywhere, yeah. that's the only way I can see that working. Oh yeah, because you can get a lot of orders done in a very short amount of time because everyone lives within the same square mile, so like it wouldn't be too hard to do. But I gotta imagine if you yeah, live they need in, like, more people for the cities else, too. So right, I imagine if you lived anywhere else, it would bit. be wildly inconvenient to try and make a job out of it. I can't imagine it would yeah. work. Like at that point, just you know, do it to hold you over. Mm-hmm. Then you know, apply, and you've got a flexible schedule and stuff, and yeah, you just apply for other jobs and find one then. But mm-hmm. like, I I get it for the extra income thing. I I mean, I signed up to be uh like an Instacart shopper too, so like yeah, got all that stuff. I still can do all those things, but I don't because <laughs> they're not just not it. convenient anymore, uh, and they don't. I did a DoorDash order once that paid me a dollar. Was that it the took one me you an hour and a half? I was say was that the one you told on the one episode where you were talking about the? Yeah. It was like the t- in the, the middle of like Memorial Day or whatever, like traffic. Was the college from... student or something that was studying? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I want. It might not have been Memorial Day, but uh, 
It was one of the holidays because there's a parade going on and I couldn't get to the food and I yep. had to like go through all the the stupid traffic and the whole fiasco. and delivered it and it was one dollar and I'm like Ugh. and it well, wasn't even like it. the student's fault because it's like they're a student right and it's not always said that you should tip on DoorDash so that's their problem too with like the verbiage like right yeah it should shouldn't just be implied you should make it known hey tips should probably be a thing because they're delivering your food yeah and um, they're spending gas to do it as well <laughs> and exactly. this is how they make money yeah i also delivered uh something which was way out of my zone like it was two cities over and i'm like the why crap. am i all the way over here <laughs> and so that was annoying and as i'm delivering it i tripped up the stairs and i dropped their shake on the stairs oh no but all of their food was fine luckily that's but good, like I, guess. I, I was so close and i i came up to the guy and he looked he was like a viking oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got like this full beard and he's like this big burly dude like viking style burly like gosh you know stoic the vast you know and i'm i'm <laughs> And I go up to him and I'm like, I'm this squeaky little 17 year old. I'm like, I'm sorry, I dropped your shake on the stairs. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, get out of my face. God, <laughs> get, get out! Like, he's like, I don't care. I just want my food. Just get out of here. Jeez. I, I'm like he a little frustrated. To eat you instead. Yeah, <laughs> that's so fine. I'm pretty sure he's like my one bad review, which knocked my like points down or whatever. Unless he didn't review, but like yeah. he. He was he was nice about it because I get it. I dropped his shake, but I'm also like this part time, you know, <laughs> like seventeen year old kid delivering food two cities over. Yeah. Like, the, I it it was it was an odd situation, and but I felt so bad. And after that, I'm like, I don't know how much more of this I can do. So I took like a year <laughs> off, and then I did it again, like the next year and stuff. But you dropped another best, shake. Uh, no, that was the only instance where I ever, like, actually messed oh, up the okay. food on accident. Yeah. Uh, it was generally, tr I tried to be very careful, but it, it was one of those, it was in, like, a building where, like, the, because it was in an office building. Um, oh. Yeah. Weird. Uh, yeah, so, like, I dropped it on the stairs mm -hmm. uh, because the, it was one of those sets of stairs where, like, the, uh, it kind of has a lip underneath it, so my shoe caught on it, and I fell up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, and also, it was kind of a weird situation because most office deliveries, you just bring it to the door and they come down. They had me go in the building, ask the secretary where to go, and I went upstairs, like, to their office and, like, delivered it to them there. I'm like, that's a little odd. <laughs> now that I know how yeah, office very. life works, mm -hmm. uh, I didn't really understand it at the time. But Yeah. Yeah, it was... <sighs> I can't imagine I mean, ordering the best... DoorDash at my office. That just sounds weird. Oh, it's it's common for office uh, for offices because if you can't leave the office but you want food, you can just order it to come. I've done it before, hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, the best one I got though was like I got like a thirty dollar tip because it was like the week of Christmas. Nice. So then I just I kept doing deliveries that week. I'm like. I guess Christmas gets you more tips. Capitalizing so. on the holiday spirit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the most money I ever made door dashing was that one week. Oh, I'm sure. I did, like, eight orders and made, like, three times what I had made, like, the rest of the year. So Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, I... So, 
as I mentioned, I think the last time I hosted sports news of the weekish may not be a regular installment with baseball and college football, which seem to be the two sources of weird stories for some reason more than anything else. Uh, they're both done now, so it'll be fewer and further between. But I do have a couple sports-related things that I wanted to bring up here. One of them is something I've been wanting to talk to talk about, I should say, since we Oh, I know what this is about. Since we started this podcast. All right, what's your guess? Uh the fake college or high school no, in no, Ohio. but that that's on, I have a li- I have a running list of things that's on there. I'm waiting for the right moment to bring that up as well. But no, that's for another episode some sometime down the road. But that's an, that's one of my that may be my all time favorite sports story aside from like Nick Castellanos or something like that. I love that story so much. But this one is time pertinent since the Super Bowl is coming up in a couple weeks. And we're down to the final four teams in the NFL playoffs, which is fun. But there's a guy who plays hockey for the Vegas Golden Knights named Alec Martinez. And he is from none other than Rochester Hills, Michigan, which is also in Detroit-ish, as I like to call all of Southeast Michigan. And whenever a poll is taken from... The Golden Knights, because you know they'll you'll see where like they'll pull a sports team. Oh, who do you think's winning the? Who do you think's winning this? Who do you think's winning the World Cup? Who do you think's gonna win? Whatever. So whenever a poll is taken from the Golden Knights and who's gonna win something, he always picks our beloved Detroit Lions to win. He has picked the Lions to win the Super Bowl multiple years, even well after the matchup has been determined. So after the Beautiful conference, fool. <laughs> so after the conference championship games are completed and the final two teams are set for the super bowl the vegas golden knights will probably be pulled at some point and alec martinez will probably pick the detroit lions to win even if it's between the eagles and the chiefs he'll still pick he'll still pick the lions <laughs> i love that and then they, he's, they say if you put if you have a thousand monkeys in one room all slapping a typewriter eventually they'll all produce the works of shakespeare <laughs> yeah it's it's andrew's strategy for uh like the holiday thing. It's a legitimate <laughs> strategy. March 14th. <laughs> April 14th. It was the 15th. But yes, I get uh, that's 100% right. And if, he, you, if you delude yourself enough, anything's possible. <laughs> he has. I think it's also worth noting he also picked the Detroit Lions to win the Masters and the World Cup. Uh, <laughs> hey, anything's possible. <laughs> so every single time they pull the Golden Knights, who's winning this sporting event? Uh, local Detroit-ish um, resident know, Alec Goff Martinez be- has picked Jared lines. Goff could go and turn himself into Jared Golf. Yeah, literally, and win the Masters. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in tone-deaf quote of the week, Dawson, I don't know if you heard this, but Andrew, do you know what... Did you see the story that happened a couple weeks ago with the Buffalo Bills player that almost died on the field? Do you know that story? Yeah, I heard in the new Madden game they're going to reduce his stamina, stamina, stamina to zero. Bro, gosh, gosh. <laughs> it did have to. My, that's not my joke. I stole it from. It video. did have to remove the CPR celebration in Madden. Yeah, if you did like a team celebration, one of the celebrations was that the guy would like fall over and two other guys would come and like do fake CPR on him. So they had to remove that from the game because they it's actually gave CPR to Tamar Hamlin on the field. Yeah. That's amazing. Ma- yeah. Madden is good at removing stuff from their game, not adding stuff though. Yeah. I know that all and- I know is there's a uh, there's another guy who was mic'd up <laughs> during a Lions game 
And he was like, they're going to have to boost up my speed in Madden. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I, I bet you that was Jamal. It was probably uh, Jamal Williams. Williams. Yeah. The guy who... National treasure. The guy who declared himself first swag Kazakage leader to the Hidden Village of the Den during his Sunday night football <laughs> intro. <laughs> I Absolute love, legend. I love Jamal yeah. Williams so much. We better bring him back. Uh, if we don't, I'll be so mad. But, um, so Damar Hamlin, that unfortunate thing happened, um against the Bengals, who the Bills played again this week, and, and but this time in the playoffs. And the Bengals yeah. ended up uh, beating them rather handily, to my surprise. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be a blowout. I knew they yeah. had a, I knew they had the a good chance. In the bad weather, but, too. Yeah, exactly. But Joe Burrow slung the rock all around the field, despite the heavy Joe snow Burr. that was falling. Joe Burrow might be my favorite player in the NFL right now. I yeah. love that guy so Joey. much. Joey. So this is like a weird name? video with his mom. His oh yeah, the one named Joe Cool, right? Joe Cool, his Joe Burr. Joe Shiesty is another one that he goes yeah. by as well. No, Andrew, yeah, that resurfaced recently for some reason. That was from his mom's an elementary school teacher, and she had him help with the Pledge of Allegiance or something. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> That's that resurfaced again recently. <laughs> so funny. Um, All I saw was like him like standing with his mom. And then, like, not saying it was just like the video, clips of him standing there not saying anything, but just like feeling so awkward. And like the <laughs> caption was like, "We love mom, so we'll do it for her." It's so blissfully awkward. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but after the game, and this was something I caught. I don't know if this is if this was even talked about on Twitter or anything. But this had my dad and I were watching like the post game, and we noticed this happen real time. So Zach Taylor is the coach of the Bengals, and he's in the locker room. And he said, quote, something to the effect of, um, I don't care what anyone says, we got a bunch of killers in this locker room, which is extremely poor wording considering they almost they almost killed Damar Hamlin yeah. a couple weeks ago. Just really, yeah. really poor choice of words by Zach Taylor. Jeez. He just admitted that he tried to kill him. <laughs> yeah. No, it... Is the other thing too is the guy who um, hit Demar Hamlin who, when they collided on the play. T. Higgins. Yeah, T. Yeah. Higgins. He um, he was throwing the ball deep, and he kind and two guys two on the Bills got hurt again while they were oh all kind gosh. of diving for a pass. So I don't know why bad things keep happening around T. Higgins on the football field, but he's the opposite. I mean, they probably got up his stats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they almost, he almost killed a guy. He's got to get his stats changed, right? Yeah, hit power 99 or something. There you go. <laughs> but oh, yeah, yeah. So, th- so that's our uh, tone-deaf quote of the week-ish because my dad and I were like looked at each other. We're like, did he just say that? Like we couldn't like we couldn't believe it when we were watching it. Um, My dad, I don't know how. So he's the one that introduced me to um, Punchbox, uh, which I brought up on a previous episode, the phone booth Amazing. fighting league. He also he oh, also yeah. introduced me to a new sport that he saw that I it's I've seen it called wrestle ball, I've seen it called rug ball. It's got a couple different names, but it's also based in Russia. And essentially it's basketball played with a basketball, but it's like full contact. So these guys they don't even dribble, they just run with the basketball like Dawson back in middle school. And they're just mm-hmm. running as fast as they can and flying into each other and poof, 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 just full contact. It's literally basketball and rugby like smashed together. And What's it, it called? it's called look up like wrestle ball or rug ball or something. 
and you'll find videos. It's played on a basketball court with a basketball, but you've got teams, and they just like are going at it full-blown, no fouls, wrestling each other. It's just pure. <clears throat> it is pure oh, chaos man. to watch. I highly you sent me a video of that. I highly encourage I people seeing to that. Did you find a video? Would, the guy went to go shoot the basket, and some guy just like shoved him to the ground. <laughs> it's just absolute insanity. And it looks like it would hurt, because you're playing on a hardwood floor, too. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's not like a football field or a rugby field where it's like grass that can kind of, or turf that can kind of like cushion your fall a little bit. Like, no, you're playing on hardwood. This is just one of those things where it's like, only in Russia. Literally. I think they just get bored over there and they just make <laughs> up these sports. I don't have any other explanation for it because all these weird sports seem to come from Russia. I believe They're like American basketball too easy. We must add more contact. <laughs> make it harder. Wasn't uh was card jujitsu a Russian thing, Andrew? Or was that American? I've seen cool. videos of that now too on like Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to make the rounds a little bit, isn't it? It's starting to Hey, you heard it here first. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> we were early to this. Bring it, bring it to America. The <laughs> yeah, fascinating exactly. part is when you watch somebody choke out their person with a seatbelt. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, that's not. They don't remove any parts of the car. You're just working with the car. <laughs> the literal car. Yeah. It's. They're like. It's wild. They're like. They're using the seat adjusters to go up and down. Well, the problem is it has to be, like, an old car so you can, like, throw the seat back. You can't be, like... Yeah, you, yeah, can, you like, can't have, like, the newer electric ones where it's, like... I saw someone make fun of a self-defense <laughs> video where one of the steps was to, like, throw your seat... If you're being choked oh, yeah. from behind, to throw your seat back at them. <laughs> yeah. And someone's, like, okay, and then they start leaning their seat back slowly with the electric... <laughs> with yeah. the electric thing. <laughs> it was so funny. Ugh. But, yeah, wrestle ball or rug ball or whatever... Another entertaining. I got. If you look it up, I looked up wrestle ball. Wrestle ball. Okay, cool. Wrestle ball. That was what my dad called it, so I assumed that's. I assumed that would bring it up. But yeah, I don't know where my dad keeps finding these, but he keeps sending them to me. So uh, he always just sends it and says, "Hey, another one on another one for the podcast." There you go. And then, golly, I don't know if you guys heard about this one as well, but Dana White is starting a slap league. Have you guys seen that? Sounds about right. So Dana White, who's the UFC commissioner, runs the UFC, started a league called Power Slap, where it's it's just slapping, but you can't defend yourself. So you basically stand across a table from another person. And then they'll wind up, and then they just slap you across the face. Oh man! As hard as they can. Sounds yeah, horrible. And you can't it's in, defend it's yourself. It's wild. Yeah, it there's is. A, I saw I saw a video. There's one classic video of a guy who's like this one. It's the one of the champions of. I think he's a champion of the league. Is this big burly guy who he's got these massive like hands the size of your face. Mm-hmm. And this one guy who has like tattooed black eyeballs oh i know this video, and like yeah. piercings he slaps the burly guy and kind of like he like shrugs it off and his face like moves a little bit yeah the burly guy goes and slaps the little guy and this little guy's like probably like five three five four yeah and slaps him in the face and the dude literally like has to be caught by the people behind him and he like <laughs> and like the thing is when you're when you're doing going to slap your hand there's a handle on the table you put your other hand on the hand on the handle and then your other hand slaps yeah and so the dude he's hand holding onto this handle and then he 
flaps, and then all of a sudden he like goes to fall down, and he takes the entire table with him. <laughs> Gosh, there's another there's another one that was more recent where this girl got slapped, and she, her hair was braided. She got slapped, and it was unbraided. So either <laughs> there was, <laughs> so it was either the those were fake braids or the loosest braids, or those Wiki were how, the how hardest. to unbraid hair. <laughs> That was the hardest. In the face. It was the hardest slap anyone's ever had because literally, she her hair went from being like in these tight like cornrows type braids, yeah. and then she got slapped, and it was like everywhere, and like her eyes went like wild. So it was, <laughs> these these slaps are pretty intense. Oh yeah, for sure. And no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> I like I like the feeling in my face. Yeah, exactly. I be able to continue that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's pure chaos. But like, what's weird about it, and I think, I think Dana White's gonna have to adjust the rules a little bit because, based on what my dad, it's actually on TV. It's on TBS, I think. So if you guys want to watch it, it's available. Um, but from what I can tell, he seem Dana White seems to be allowing a little more liberty with the rules than like some of the other slap fights you'll see. Because I think traditional slap fight rules are things like you can't. You have to be flat-footed when you do it, and you have to hit them with, like, your fingers. You can't, like, hit them with the palm of your hand, because at that point, it's like punching somebody, essentially. But Dana White doesn't seem to care, because <laughs> on the... The, I, the first episode aired last week, and I think that the second one is airing, like, either to maybe... I don't know. It's either tomorrow or Wednesday. I'm not sure. So, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday is the day it's on. I don't remember which one. But, um... So it's, but they're like, so the guys are like, they're not like taking big steps or anything, but they're like taking enough of a little step that like, they're like really, really increasing the force that they're hitting their opponent with. And I mean, there were a lot of knockouts in the first episode, just people, just people eating it. The it, the show opened with a guy getting, getting knocked out in one slap. Like it was insanity. Gosh, he was like gone, like out cold immediately. It was crazy to watch. You could find it. On, you could find it on the internet. I'm sure a lot of people were posting about it. But yeah, I think if Dana White wants this thing to be um to be more mainstream, he may have to be a little more stringent on the rules so it's not nearly as dangerous. I mean, obviously it's dangerous to an extent, but like he's making it yeah. so that essentially. Whoever wins like the coin toss to slap first is basically gonna win unless the other person really has a chin. So yeah. like, I don't know, Dude. but it's it's entertaining if nothing else. Yeah, honestly, I don't get why people always throw punches first. Sometimes a slap will do way more. Yeah, slap is like dehumanizing. Yeah, yeah. You'll see it's guys do. You'll see guys do that in Cause... UFC to screw with their opponent. They'll just open handed slap them, and the whole crowd will go, "Ooh!" The reaction is just, "Did you just slap me?" Like that's anytime you get slapped, that's the reaction. It's just like mind yeah. games. There's <laughs> a punch you know how to deal with, but a slap, it's like what? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't prepared for this. That's why I'm shocked in like all the school fights you see or whatever, like where people are fist fighting in the hallway or like. You see people fighting on, like, the street or something. It's always fist fights, but I'm like, just throw in a slap. They'll never see it coming, you know? I mean, they won't, but a punch deals a lot more damage. <laughs> it does, but a, a slap lingers. They're going to be feeling that one. I don't know about that. Compared to a punch, I'd rather get slapped yeah. than punched, 100%. I don't know, because... 
I think it's depending on the circumstance and depending uh, on the person. Because like you, like with the big burly guy from the slap competition, that guy could slap you in the next oh, yeah. week, and yeah. you wouldn't even know it. And but most people don't know how to have a proper form when they punch. So like their punches aren't going to do as much as like slaps. You don't need form. It's the open if, hand that hurts. Yeah, because a punch, a punch. At least you like both are getting a little bit hurt. Like your face, like you're obviously getting more hurt than the other person, yeah. but at least there's some. And so people are like, they like they're trying to throw harder punches, but they'll throw less punches because yeah. they don't want to hurt their hands as much. But people will, people will throw <laughs> can throw slaps all the live long day. Ever got five starred in the back versus like a punch in the back? Yes. <laughs> a five star lingers. That that stuff hurts you guys have like never crazy. you guys have clearly never been in a fist fight and it's really showing because i don't think a slap hurts more than a punch i've been in a okay, fist fight awesome. believe That's me awesome. okay matthew how many fist fights have you been in i haven't but i've watched enough <laughs> ufc to know why they don't slap each other as opposed i'm to saying punching. like i'm saying i'm, I'm not saying regular saying... everyday people not people who know how to throw a punch because like i know how to throw a punch now you can throw a punch better than you can throw a slap but when I was younger, I I was actually in like three fist fights, and the slap would definitely hurt more. Ah, uh, even is this conversation anymore? <laughs> because, I'll put it simply: I was punched in the face once, and they turned their back, and instead of throwing a punch back, I slapped them in the back, and they fell on the ground. I was still standing. Just saying. Five star to the back. That'll do it. I agree with this yeah. one. I think this is. I think this person has a perfect explanation for it. Punching hurts more, but it might seem close because a slap covers more surface area, so it activates more nerves when you get hit. But in reality, it, it, a punch hurts it lingers. more because can because it kinetically penetrates further into like muscle and even even to bone if you punch hard enough. So because yeah, if you punch, if you punch. Uh, Punches will hurt tomorrow. Yeah, but that's what I was trying today. to say. That's what I was trying to say. Is like the punch that ling that that that's gonna leave damage, but like the the slap that's gonna like linger in the moment, and it's gonna like hurt more right then and there because you immediately get like the red stinging across more surface area. All that force is you know that you're putting into a punch, you can put into a slap, get more surface area, and it's a flat. Just you know, just as flat of a surface as a fist. You're was, just not going as deep. You're not gonna leave a bruise, but you're gonna leave like a red mark. I will still always throw punches in a fight. I don't think <laughs> I, I don't see I don't see passing up throwing a good punch for a good slap as a I think I'll option. just not get into a fight. I was just say that's <laughs> Ideal, the first goal. Ideally, just don't get into a fight. Ideally I don't mean, fight. I, I'm probably going to throw a punch if I'm ever in a fight just because like I been training to take uh, to like give punches but that that's just how i am now but I, I i've definitely thrown a slap here and there back in the day back in the day <laughs> the glory days of slapping yeah all right well moving on moving on from whatever that conversation there was <laughs> um Something came to my something came to my attention recently. I ended up going down a massive rabbit hole of um it was a it was a long series of videos and it was essentially just like 
things where an idea came about and the idea was implemented and then that idea spawned a bunch of consequences that nobody intended for and as a result the end result ended up being even worse because of the <laughs> because of whatever was put in place it was called like great moments and unintended consequences or something like that so i wanted to run through some of these and then pose the question if you guys have ever unintentionally done something have, if you guys have ever done something because you're like this is a good idea and then ended up like blowing up in your face somehow one way or another in ways you didn't intend I might have done something today. <laughs> <laughs> Your mistake was making the phone call. Exactly. As a, as a result, you'll be getting a visitor in a few days. I think probably my worst... The question is, if they throw some punches, what are you going to throw back, Andrew? <laughs> a chair. Uh, I'm going to lock my door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing um, my door back in their face. <laughs> I'd probably have to say, it wasn't so much like a domino effect, but it was a pretty stupid thing. Yeah. Uh, when, when I first, during like my freshman year and my sophomore year, my school was downtown, mm-hmm. and so I had to deal with a lot of uh, the public parking. And I will say, I like Grand Rapids, but I but their parking system is the worst parking system I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. Like if you're in their meter maids, each one of those I would. I, I try not to do this too often because I kind of do it a lot, but I hate each one of those mer- meter maids, and yeah. I I would I would fight each one of them. And <laughs> I I wish physical violence upon them because they're the worst. They will like they will they will police your car, and it's not like it's the it's not like it's the cops or anything. It's like a it's like a different organization, right? And so yeah. they're just losers who have nothing better to do with their time. <laughs> Or can't get a real job because they're such losers oh and they want to make gosh. everyone else's life uh, worse. Like Judy Hopps in the in the uh, Zootopia movie where she's a meter maid. Like that, I hate that character. She deserves everything that came her way. Yeah, every bad thing that happened to her in that movie, she deserved it because she decided to be a meat. She decided to be the best meter maid she could be. Like you're the worst. <laughs> Uh, if and you're the so, best meter maid you can be, you don't give anything out. Yeah, and so I I got a ticket one time that was really, like, stupid, and it was, like, I had only been, like, a minute over, or I, like, parked, walked in, came out, like, two minutes later, and they gave me a ticket, and I, had, I was like, this is ridiculous. Oh, my god! And so I made the decision that I'm not going to pay this. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a stand, a moral stance. I'm not gonna pay this. <laughs> and so I might have taken that moral stance probably about maybe 15 more times. <laughs> God, so, man. The initial charge with the tickets within the first 24 hours is twenty dollars. Every day after that for a week is every so after that for a week it's thirty dollars. And then after that, it jumps up to $60. And then, uh, I, so they start to build up after a while. And I don't remember the exact amount, but I think I got a call from my dad about it once. And he said, and he said, he said, he said, are you not paying your parking tickets? And I was like, no. Oh, no. He's like, he's like, (laughs) well, it's like, well, 
It's like, well, I just got a call from the city and you owe $900 worth <laughs> of parking ticket. Holy crap. <laughs> and luckily he was able to, he was able to call them. He was able to like talk them down out of it just because I was a stupid college kid. My I only had to gosh. pay like a, a portion of it. You are lucky. And it was, yeah, it was really fortunate. Gosh. And he asked me, he's like, what were you thinking? <laughs> Did you just think the, these tickets just went away? And I, to be completely honest, at the time, I did. I thought parking <laughs> tickets just went away. Bro. Because they weren't, like, issued by, like, the police, so it wasn't like you're going to get arrested. Yeah. But he said that they were going to, like, start docking his wages. <laughs> oh, my oh. gosh. To pay, so... It wasn't like, so it was pretty bad. Yeah, that's really bad. I have, okay, so I didn't, I don't think I explained very well off the top. I actually have a bunch of these from history that I wanted to share with the two of you and then <laughs> ask, ask it for more personal stories from your guys' lives. I have at least one that I remember. There wasn't a ton of consequences I can't from it, but it was something stupid. Anything. Okay, well, this will give you time to come up with, <laughs> to come up with any if you have one. Um, so back in so these are in chronological order. So back in 1696, Britain wanted more money. So what did they do? They imposed taxes. They put a tax on the number of windows on a building. Because back in those days, the number of windows generally was an indicator of relative wealth. So the more windows on a house or a building, the more um generally the richer that person was, the more money they had that they could that the government could then tax. <laughs> but what ended up happening was that people started boarding up their windows and like covering them with bricks and stuff to like avoid having to pay the window tax. And then because of the lack of ventilation and sunlight, it led to like diseases spreading a lot quicker. And, oh like, man. Some, wow. There was even something where like, I guess some people had even affected like their growth and stuff. Like people's health just deteriorated because of this. So, not great. And then they didn't learn their lesson, Britain, because in 1773, they decided to start charging fees for lighthouse ships based on the length and width of the ships. So then shipbuilders were like, how do we keep our cargo high but not have to pay a, hard, uh, a high fee? Oh, we'll make them deeper, like deepen the ships so have them be really tall, but then... Not very long, not very wide. But because of that, if you know anything about physics, the ships become remarkably unstable when you increase the height of them, but then decrease the length and the width. So the ships, they started losing ships. They started sinking because they were trying to avoid having to pay higher fees to like park them in the shipyard or wherever they Ow. keep them. Um, in 1862, the U.S. government wanted a transcontinental railroad um, to connect the east and the west, connect major cities, all that. So they decided they were going to pay railroad companies per mile of track laid. Well, what else was going on in 1862? That would be the Civil War. <laughs> so the Civil War was a major distraction at the time. So the Union Pacific took advantage of this and they drastically lengthened their route so they just laid track, way more track than they needed to, to get from point A to point B because they were being paid per mile of track laid. So they ended up earning way more money than they should have from the government 
by doing this. So the government had to fork over a lot more money because they decided to pay them in mile per mile of track and they didn't really monitor them. <laughs> oh man. Just taking so it's kinda like what Andrew tried to do with the ticket. Just you know, oh, the go- they'll, they won't pay attention to me. They're distracted by bigger things than just my parking ticket. Then all of a sudden, you know, you owe $900. There's a lot of people in this city. <laughs> <laughs> Foolproof logic. Um, 1968, in Vermont, billboards were banned because they distracted from the beautiful countryside that Vermont has to offer, I'm guessing. I've never been there. Um so companies to get around this started putting up structures instead, such as a gorilla holding up a car or a 19-foot genie statue and declaring them public art, but they were 100% <laughs> just advertisements. Um, but this whole thing came to an end when there was a development dispute uh, between a Westford resident and a, a local bureaucracy. So the Westford resident put up a 700-pound middle finger on a 16-foot pole. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> because they couldn't put up a billboard, so that's what they put up instead. So good job, Vermont. You really solved your billboard problem. Oh man. Um so I'd love to know how many more the how many of those are up still up today. It's <clears throat> a really good question, actually. I would I hope they still are. That'd be awesome. Because like, like as a historical piece of like, oh yeah, remember when they banned billboards and now we have all these statues. <laughs> <laughs> In, it's probably a good chunk. It's expensive prob- to get rid of statues. Yeah, I guess it depends on how much they really care about the view of the countryside, right? Yeah. In 2003, a photo of Barbara Streisand's house was on the internet, just in general. So she got really upset and she sued the photographer. Um, <laughs> the picture in question was, I guess, used as like a study of like coastal erosion or something like that. So, like, it wasn't meant to be just a picture of Barbara Streisand's house. It was just, like, a picture of a, a coast. It's, like, up on yeah. a hill, and the hill kind of leaked. Then it's just, like, a steep drop or, to, like, a shore, you know? Like a beach. Our house just happened to be there. Yeah, exactly. Our house just happened to be there. So, because of the massive uproar that she caused about this photo, instead of just a couple people interested in erosion viewing the photo, it ended up drawing a lot more traffic and a lot more people were looking at this photo of her house and so i guess there's a term called the streisand effect which is when you bring unwanted attention to something i've never heard that term before but i guess that is a thing and then she also lost the lawsuit so just insults injury oh boy back in evidently with that being in 2003 that was back before that was back when the concept of the internet and such was somewhat new to people so she felt it was an invasion of privacy, but it really wasn't. <laughs> and if she never said anything, no one would have really known that was her house. That, that was invasion of privacy. Just wait a few years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this one I thought was this one I thought was funny because I always wondered about stuff like this. So in 2012, the state of Texas started posting signs with vehicle crash statistics along roads to help spread awareness about safe driving. However. <laughs> Accidents along roads with those new signs increased by four and a half percent because people were looking away from the road to read the signs. (laughs) (laughs) And this led to 2,600 more crashes and 16 more deaths in Texas related to vehicle crashes. Jeez. Good on you, Texas. I always love those signs when it's like, don't text and drive. 
text Y to six five five three six for more information. It's like just, you can't put that on. All right, now let me pull yeah. over and text this. Dumb, <laughs> exactly. Like, what are they number. expecting people to do? Yeah, that's just called dumb marketing. <laughs> um, and then in twenty twenty two, so you know this past year, I guess. Uh, sesame seeds were added to the FDA major allergens list. I don't know if any of you knew that, but this is interesting since Dawson and I are allergen heavy. Um, because sesame seeds are small and really hard to keep track of, it became pretty much impossible to guarantee no con- no cross-contamination. And then because of the restrictions for being on the major allergens list, you can't just say, like, may contain sesame seeds or, like, it's produced in the same facility as sesame seed products or something so instead companies just said screw it and they started adding small amounts of sesame seeds and then just putting it on their ingredients list instead gosh <laughs> so they're just like this is too Go much work send. exactly this, this is too much work Think i'm not allergic to sesame seeds yeah exactly but i didn't really get that fully because i see things on there that are always like may contain milk or like produced in a milk prop factory or something produced in a facility that also handles milk products or something so I feel like milk is harder to get out of something than a sesame seed well yeah because they're so small and impossible this iphone was built by a cow <laughs> are they as small as liquid <laughs> yeah right exactly it's like yeah. that uh it's like that meme <clears throat> where it's the guy on the highway and there's like this the road straight ahead and then there's like the off, off ramp and he's like he's like uh drifting onto the off-ramp it's like company <laughs> co- the straightaway road is like companies like trying to pour trying to check like meticulously checking and going through systems to see if there's any sesame seeds and then the drifting off-ramp is putting sesame seeds in everything <laughs> exactly that's exactly what it is actually <laughs> so yeah so i was watching so i was watching this series of videos and i was just laughing at all these stupid consequences that came from things but i was wondering andrew you of course have have your parking ticket that you just said ah, i'm not gonna pay it and then you know i don't know <laughs> what you expected to happen from there i don't think i thought that hard far ahead <laughs> but yeah i was wondering oh, any, any other situations like that that you guys have had where you're like i can only think of like maybe one yeah I don't know. I feel like most of the time when something happens like that, I just, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's happened now. Yeah. That's happening now. <laughs> like, whatever. You know, just roll with it if it's out of my control. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I guess that actually came to mind was senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I moved significantly further away from my high school. I went from like a 10 to 15 minute drive to a 45 minute to an hour drive. Uh, Depending on what time I left, it could be significantly longer of a drive. So most of the time, uh, so if I left uh, earlier, it would take me longer because of rush hour and how stupid it is. (laughs) And if I left later, it would take me shorter of a drive. So I was like, well, if I get up later and I leave later, it's less of a it's less of a drive saves me gas. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just started leaving later than earlier because it. Saved me like 15 to 20 minutes of driving, which is ridiculous. Uh, and as a result, I was always two to five minutes late to school. 
<laughs> nothing significant. Uh, it and it got to the point where I would walk into my first hour, and my teacher would be like, "Ah, yeah, I see you're you're here at your usual time," you know. So like, it, it was just kind of a running joke uh, between like me and the teacher. And well, uh, Einstein said time is relative. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'm not late. Maybe isn't you're all from early. A, isn't that from Spider-Man? Or it is. Yeah. Yes. The Amazing Spider-Man. No. Uh, no. It's from no, no. Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm. Th- I was thinking of when he walked into class late and then uh, said sorry to, uh, or he said to Gwen, "But those are the best kind." Uh, oh no, that was, yeah, that was. A th- and, yeah. It, that's a whole different movie, but there's, I guess Peter Parker just runs late a lot, so this is why I identify with him. Um, <laughs> uh, but, Most relatable hero. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I was late. I I did the math on it after this after senior year. It was a hundred and two times. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> there are a hundred and eighty days in the school year, so. Uh, <laughs> But it was always two to five minutes, except for two different occasions, which was when it was really, really snowy, and it took me an hour and a half to get to school. Mm-hmm. And actually, one time it took me two hours. Uh, so I missed my whole first hour those times, and uh, so that was fun. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like, I had to clean my car off and stuff in the morning, too, so it took me longer to leave. But anyways... Uh, I never got detention for those because I would always get a slip and say, like, got stuck in traffic on it because that's really what it was, was just traffic being stupid and I didn't want to wake up an hour earlier to leave because mm-hmm. I had, you know, I was I was in dual enrollment at that point too, so, like, I only went to high school for two classes and then left for college classes, so Jeez. <laughs> if I could have, I would have made it my second and third hour rather than my and second hour time mm-hmm. got, uh, for the timeline but yeah as a result i was late 102 times and at the end of the school year i think like the last month of the school year uh my english teacher who was a uh, part of i guess the organization of the school and uh he he addressed us and he was like all right so you guys get to vote on whether or not next year any tardy no matter if it's got like a an excuse, like a yellow slip, which is what I turned in a hundred and two times. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's got a yellow slip or an excuse, or if it doesn't, four of them equal a detention. Jeez. And I was like, oh, I would have had 25 detentions. <laughs> also would have been staying extra late all the time. Oh, yeah. And that would have been way inconvenient for me too because i like i said i only went to first and second hour mm-hmm. but i i get the feeling that it was because uh, that part of that was because of me showing up late that many times that year uh yeah <laughs> that that was a thing but uh, my senior class my senior class was notorious for doing this a lot though too it was just you know always being late and tardy and handing in those slips so that's why i got the idea to do that rather than just wake up early and drive a longer time. And, yeah, you know, like, I hated being at school early, too, because there was nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, but, I mean, the years prior, when I lived close, I was never late. But, yeah, I went from, like, two tardies the year prior to 102, and I'm pretty sure I'm part of the reason why 
they uh, decided to put that into policy. I did vote no because I felt bad. <laughs> I felt personally responsible. Yeah. So she just to- chose the uh, the black hat option and voted yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have no clue if they did end up doing that. Should ask someone who went to sterling after me so and, i just dropped the bombs and left like <laughs> that's basically what happened everyone had yeah, to always, reap the repercussions of dawson's actions it's always fun when you get a rule uh rule there's a rule implemented because of you <laughs> yeah I, I mean i'm sure i was a part of it but i yeah there had to be more other more people i guess instigating that because no one ever really came up to me and said, hey, you can't do this. So I kept doing it. I did it. I did it my last week there. I did not care. Right. And, I mean, you show up did... late to that meeting. <laughs> no, that was in my second hour class, which I, I showed up late to twice because of the snow day, uh, like not the, the snowier days, which there was a stipulation uh, as a senior, you could be exempt from exams if you had like an A in the class and le- less than uh, four tardies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had two in that class from the snow day. Uh, so that class I got to, I, I qualified for the exemption. Uh, whereas my first hour class, I, <laughs> my teacher, <laughs> he went, so in order to be exempt, you have to have an A in the class. And you have to have less than four tardies, so this will not apply to you, Doss. <laughs> Jeez. I, and I'm like, I, I looked at, I I looked at him and I'm it. like, <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, oh, I know. Believe me. Oh so, my gosh. And, uh, of course, like, way it worked, because it, it was, they had finals uh, on certain days of the week for, like, senior year or whatever. And yeah. first and second hour on the same day. So, luckily, because it was my first hour, I just took that final. I showed up. I didn't even show up to my second hour, and I because I didn't have to take the exam, and I was just done. But like, it was what a way to end senior year. It was just, yeah. You're kidding. I have another one related to high school. Yeah. <laughs> and I I always hated wearing my name tag too. But like, you always had to have it on you. But oh yeah. I would yeah. Like it, they'd make you pay seven dollars to get a new one if you didn't have it on you. So I would that's keep mine stupid. in my in my car as a result. <laughs> so that's crazy. Um, so mine it starts in middle school and ends in high school. What? So, <laughs> oh boy. So for the first for elementary school and middle school, I went to a public high public. I went to public school, and when you go to public school in Michigan, you have to take standardized tests. And so we had to take mm. the meep the meep test. So I don't remember the I hate exact the meep. what the, I the stupidest hate the name meep. of all time. I forget what the exact um, what do you call it? Are Michigan the, the Michigan Educational something. Assessment Program? I don't know. Oh, yeah. let's, let's look it up. So, meep sure. acronym. <laughs> so, I uh, in, in my final year, final two years. Multifunctional. Wait, what did I what did I say? Platform. What did I call it? What did I call it? Michigan Educational Assessment Program. I freaking nailed it. <laughs> oh wait, Whoa. I got a different one pulled up. I've got, the, I've got, a, I, I, I've got 
a not test meep, I guess. I just the first thing that came up was multifunctional embedded application platform. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't think, sound like a test. <laughs> I think Matthew no, got it right. Not. Yeah, he definitely did. Because I know it was but, just a Michigan thing. Yeah. But Appar- I'll say, apparently uh, they stopped doing it after 2013, 2014. So. Oh, right in time for us to move up. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> so, so last, so seventh grade is sixth grade. I hated taking those tests. So I literally just went through the entire thing and uh, filled in the bubbles. I just went just like bouncing back. You're like Andrew. You're going to be a garbage worker now. Yeah. So I went. I went, I literally tried to like do like styles with it. Like I do like, I'd be like hopping back and forth and try to like, I didn't answer the question. I don't think I, I think I opened up the, like the question packet to like the first page. Mm-hmm. And then I would just like fill, fill, I just like would fill in the bubbles and I wouldn't even look at the answers. I don't even know. <laughs> I didn't even read the questions and I would just go like back and forth. And I'd like do like kind of like try to get like cool designs with them and like make them look interesting. Make them zigzag <laughs> back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> And then for like the writing sections, I think I wrote the like the dumbest things ever. They're like terrible. <laughs> and so I did that for seventh grade and eighth grade. And so when I went to high school, I moved on to a private high school. And so to get into this high school, part of the process <laughs> is you have to do an interview with the dean of education. And so I go in there with my parents to meet with meet with the dean. He's going through the test scores and he's asking about school and everything. And so <laughs> They it comes to a point in the conversation where he's like, "So, we I was going over your uh, rec, your past uh, <laughs> edu- your past uh, <laughs> records and your grades and everything, and I was taking a look, and something that really popped out to me were your standardized test scores. Oh my gosh! And so for the first couple years in elementary school, they were good, and then for start of high school." Start of middle school, they were good, and then the past couple of years, they just seemed to take a nosedive. <laughs> and so, my parents are both have no idea what he's talking about. And she's like, "So what does that mean?" And my parents are like trying to get information, and I'm just like kind of like sinking down in my chair, <laughs> just thinking like, "Oh my gosh, I know exactly what he's talking." about. I was gonna about. say, "Did you know what he was talking about?" <laughs> I knew exactly what he was talking about and the reason. <laughs> and so I, I said, "So my parents were like trying to starting to get a little bit concerned about it." So I finally. Just said I was like, yeah, I just didn't care and didn't try at all. He's like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. I'm like, this guy thought I was so stupid, like he's <laughs> an idiot, like just a real, real, real dunce. And but the funny thing is, for the rest of high school, I still didn't take those standardized tests seriously. <laughs> My grades in the standardized tests are because I asked, I would always ask. Do these count for anything? And they would say, no, they don't. It's just a Michigan, it's just an assessment for uh, the state. And I just was like, okay, A, B, 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 A, C, C, D, A, B, B, C, D. These are the tests that like your school will take back and be like, we're one of the smartest schools in the in the state. Yep. We're a top tier school when it comes to education because, and it's because like they pull from those. Yeah. But uh, like the diff- GPAs yeah. and stuff. It was, yeah, for public school, that works that way. But for private school, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it matters even less. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There was, like, Iowa test or whatever it was. Called. Oh, yeah, there was an Iowa test. That's right. I always was confused because I'm like, we're not in Iowa. 
I would always make the same joke. I'd ask my teachers, like, so are the kids in Iowa taking the Michigan test? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they loved you for that. Man, man, clearly you were a comedy genius even all the way back then. Hey, <laughs> gotta keep them laughing. <laughs> I wonder what the Iowa stood for. The end of... stupid. Yeah. Iowa. I'm not even gonna guess on this one. Iowa test. A world Iowa. of assessments. Um. Nothing. It wasn't an acronym. It was literally just the Iowa test. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh, I hated standardized testing. I have a couple. I'm. I have a couple stories to run through related to this. One of them, there wasn't really any consequences, but this was just kind of a funny thing where, um, me and the other. So I went on. I went on two dates with a girl in college. And the reason I say two is because that is that number is significant for this story. So that's the amount of dates you went on. Exactly, and that, that's all. I, that's all it is. <laughs> but um, so I was. So I. So it was a situation where I hadn't actually met her before. I. I. I blindly shot my shot, slid into those DMs, if you will, and um, I was like, "What? Do, I'm like, what do college girls like to do?" Hmm. They like coffee, right? Yeah, they like coffee. I knew you were gonna say. That. I don't like. See, I don't. I don't drink coffee, but I'm like, maybe she would like coffee. So I invited her to coffee. She said yes. Come to find out, after we went to Starbucks and both of us ordered a refresher, she doesn't like coffee. <laughs> but I don't either. And I'm like, oh well, oh well. And then our. Go ahead. This is unrelated, but I tried to ask her girl out once to go get ice cream, and she was lactose intolerant. Interesting that you say that, Gosh. because the second date was her idea, and she said, oh, you want to go get ice cream? <laughs> and I said, yeah, sure. Right, Matthew, it was actually me. <laughs> and I said, yeah, sure, how about Ben and Jerry's? Because I knew Ben and Jerry's had sorbet that I could eat, the Ben and Jerry's in Ann Arbor. And so we're walking up to the ice cream place, and it came up. I was just, I just turned to her, and I'm like, it's kind of funny you asked me to ice cream, because I'm allergic to dairy. And she just goes, we didn't have to do ice cream. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I got sorbet. We're good. We're good. So, what a better sign that you guys were not meant for each other. Yeah, literally, we both we both sucked at coming both up with date two. ideas. <laughs> Swinging a miss twice. I mean, it's like first dates are always awkward, and sometimes they they're just like they're just the bad the bad one. You have to get out of the way to get onto the rest of the relationship. Yep. And then you just go for the second date. It's just like, <laughs> that, that's just the final nail in the coffin. It's just, just being like, like yeah. oh, well, clearly this wasn't meant to be. <laughs> These people were not meant for each other. Evidently not. So yeah, there weren't really any consequences from that, but it was just funny because both of us had the best of intentions when coming up with the date ideas, but they both were just unfortunate wrong guesses. That's like one point we have to just look at each other and be like, yeah, this isn't working. Then evidently. shake hands and leave. And exactly. Leave. <laughs> just evidently this isn't going to work. Um, but the next one was, I was, so back when I was in college, I used, especially my junior and senior year when I had a fridge big enough to hold a lot of things, I would drink a lot of pop. I would always buy, have like an arsenal of cans in my fridge ready to go of varying of varying varieties for lack of a better term. <laughs> but um, what, at one point I was like, man, I'm drinking a lot of pop. I should really like try and cut down on it. And I was like, oh, I'll, uh, I know how I'll do that. I'll buy those mini cans of pop that you see advertised. I'm like, I'll buy mini Cokes and mini Dr. Peppers. That'll help me cut down on my, um, 
cut down on my pops consumption. Well, it didn't because instead I just drank more cans. <laughs> so I drank. Nice. I actually think I drank more pop with the mini cans because they were like, I, they held like I don't know two thirds bite sized. Yeah, they were like two thirds the volume of a normal can or something like that. So because I would drink two of those instead of one normal can, I was basically just increasing my pop intake very slowly. It was just a bad idea. It was just, it was a perfect example of like, I had the best of intentions when I came up with that idea and just, it just went horribly wrong. <laughs> um, this Another one was I had an allergic reaction my freshman year of college, which was about when my allergy was like slowly coming back. So it was a very mild case, but basically what happened was my lip in one spot just started to swell up and I knew what that sign was. I'm like, all right, something I... I either like cut it and something got in my bloodstream through there. or I don't know. But one way or another, I'm having a reaction and I know how to deal with it. So the way that I dealt with it was I took Benadryl. But <laughs> I was like, I want this to go away quickly. So I took the full dose of Benadryl instead of half a dose, which I probably could have gotten away with. Because I wasn't struggling to breathe or anything. It was just an inconvenience. I just wanted the swelling to go down. So I'm like, so, I, but I wanted it to go away quickly. So I took two Benadryl instead. Well, I ate lunch with my group of friends because we had all gone to our lab course together. And then yeah. we all ate lunch at the um, the dorm cafeteria near there. And then we all went to our next class, which was just a discussion course where uh, we just did whatever. we. It was just like kind of like a work hour, basically. We never learned anything in that course. But um, yeah. so we all so we all eat lunch. Lunch goes fine. Everything's going well. We're walk into class i'm like i'm getting kind of tired eh, long day you know whatever i don't know if i fully understood what benadryl does at the time <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're walking to class i'm like man i'm getting kind of tired oh well just this last hour class and i'm good to go i can just go home lay down whatever so <laughs> we're sitting in class and uh what is what are we doing in this class we happen to be doing this day it so it just so happens that we're doing peer reviews so we all exchange our um, lab reports that we were, we, had, we had all been working on for a while. We were reading each other's. My one friend slides me her laptop, and I'm reading it, and then I'm like I'm like losing my focus. I like I'm like I can't focus on these words. I'm having a hard time reading right now. This is strange. So I'm like looking at the I'm like reading it. Whatever. Next thing I know, my head like hits the desk. <laughs> And I'm like, and I wake up, and I'm like, oh no, I'm falling asleep. This is really bad. <laughs> I like, I like not able to stay awake again. I don't know if I fully realize at this point it was the Benadryl or not, but it was 100 percent the Benadryl. So for the entire hour, I kept just nodding off, nodding off, nodding off. Couldn't focus. I got through like the first paragraph of her like five to ten page paper in that hour. And then class <laughs> class is ending. I slide it back to her and I go, I'm so sorry. I barely read it. I'm I'm falling. As, I've been falling asleep this whole time. <laughs> this, Give her an A. Yeah, literally. The drug. I took too much drugs or something. And I just it was so sick. Anthony's high as a kite. I felt so <laughs> I felt so bad. I felt so stupid in that moment. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, dang. It. I didn't think that Benadryl was going to knock me out cold. But that pretty much is what happened. Fine. I have one story. I don't know if it it kind of applies, but it's kind of a looser definition of the uh, application. Yeah. So in the summer of 20, uh, 2017, 
I worked 20, at 2017. 2017. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the fu- off, future year of 20,000. <laughs> no. Or 202,000. Yes. 2017. <laughs> I was uh, surfing on the surf. I was running on the surface of Canada and uh, so in the summer of 2017, I worked at MJR Theater as an usher, and that was also the year that you guys and a lot of my friends were graduating, since you guys were all a year ahead of me, Mm -hmm. and so I missed everyone's graduation party. I missed everyone's graduation. In hindsight, I could have just taken those days. I could have just gotten those days ahead of time and taken them off, but... yeah. Hindsight's 2020, and I have terrible hindsight. So, <laughs> and that was so, 2017. So. The final, yeah. the final graduation party that I could go to was Matthew's graduation party. Woo-hoo. And so I like at any cost, I'm gonna go to this graduation party. I don't <laughs> care. And so I'm like, I'm gonna call into work. I'm gonna tell him what's up. I'm gonna tell him, uh, tell him I can't come in, and then I'm gonna go to Matthew's grad party. So, I call work. What excuse do you think I used to co- to get out of work? Oh no, your Just... grandparent died. Close. Oh no. I said <laughs> that my grand my grandfather was having heart trouble, and we had to go see him at the last minute. And in reality, my grandfather did have heart trouble for most for the latter half of his life. So I was a terrible person for using that excuse oh, on top of it. Oh my gosh. And I called them and I said. I said, oh, I'm not going to be able to make it, and we had to leave last minute. And I could have just said I was sick or I wasn't feeling well or something to that extent, but no. Right. So it just so happened that the one of the managers that worked at this theater was like one of my brother's friends from high school. Oh, no. And uh, so he was one of my managers. And it also just so happened that he was working that day, and he picked up the phone. And so as soon as I heard his voice, I panicked. <laughs> because cause then because I was even though I hated that job I was terrified of getting in trouble right? because I'm a good good boy mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I freaked out and I tell him that and so my mind tends to spiral when things are going when things are have the potential to go bad and I perceive the worst thing happening so what I perceive happening is my brother's friend hearing about my grandfather having heart trouble. Then my, he decides out of the kindness of his heart to call my brother or text my brother and let him know that or tell him, ask him about what's going on and see how everything's doing. And then my brother will probably respond, what? That's not happening. And I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. And then he will assume, he will gather the, he will come to the correct assumption that I'm lying. And then I will be fired yep. for lying. <laughs> and so I pick up the phone. I pick up the phone. I call on my phone and I call my brother and I call him in a panic. I'm like, if I forget what I, exactly I said, but I said something that sounds like, oh, no, I screwed up so bad. I'm, I'm so screwed. I don't I know what to do. I'm so screwed. And from his perspective, it sounds like I have just killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I have either killed somebody or I have run into an accident and he just he like yells at me over the phone. He's like, calm down and just tell me what's happening. And so I relay to him the situation. He's like, oh, okay, fine. And so for the rest of the day, it was pretty early into the day when I did that, when I did this. And I think Matthew's party had, was it for a couple hours still. Yeah. And so those rest of this couple of hours, 
I think I literally just sat in my room, just like kind of like nervously shaking for the rest of the thing. And then even going to Matthew's <laughs> party, there was kind of just like a pit in my stomach of just like, oh no, I'm so screwed. I'm so screwed. <laughs> I could hear and Noah so, just going, you idiot. Why would you even do something? <laughs> he did call me an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the thing the thing about Noah, I can picture the most of that situation is him going, Andrew, calm down and just tell me what happened. <laughs> that, those are pretty much his words for what he said. <laughs> You're 100% right on that one. And so, yeah, and so I went to the party, and then I went to that, then I went to work the next day, and then I quit that job, like, a month later. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh. Yeah, that's, that's me being stupid. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. You really put yourself in a lot of tough spots, don't you? I caused most of my own problems. <laughs> Are you drinking something right yeah, now? Yeah, I, I took. I was drinking my water, and then as soon as he said that, that popped in my head. I was like, I have to say this right now. It sounded like you were trying to say it without like sneezing. Like you, you felt a sneeze yeah. coming on, and you were trying to get your yeah. sentence out before that happened. Yeah, I caused most of my own problems. <laughs> Dasa, do you have any other stories of this? I have one other one that I wrote down. I don't know. The only other thing I could think of was just in relation to your falling asleep during class story. Oh, go for it. And it's not really an unintended concept. Well, I guess it kind of is. It's, rela- really it's related enough. Full hour. send. <laughs> I was just really tired in second hour all the time because second hour is the worst hour of the day for school. It is um, rough. First hour, you still got that adrenaline pumping through you from getting to school. And then, like, it wears down completely. Uh,. My second hour and uh <laughs> so i was in my english class and i i've only fallen asleep twice i think no this is the only time i've actually fallen asleep during school and uh it was of course during like book report day uh so <laughs> one of my classmates goes up to do like a book report and stuff and I, I'm fully trying to pay attention. And next thing I know, I'm, I wake up at the end of it, and she's passing out cupcakes. And I'm like, "Thanks, great job." <laughs> oh. I have no, I had no clue what it was about. I'm pretty sure the cupcakes tied into the book at some point because <laughs> no one else brought cupcakes or snacks. Like I sure didn't when mm-hmm. I presented. But yeah, I was. I just remember her. Like my head was on my desk. She came up to my desk, and I. You know, like I somehow woke up just in time. I was about for that, to say it's to a good thing. You, it's a good thing you woke up when she approached your desk. It was like a, I, I'm pretty sure when I lifted my head up, there was like drool running down my mouth or something. Oh gosh, because <laughs> it, it was one of those like five minute naps that like felt like it rejuvenated the whole day. Yeah, uh, I woke up and like right when she was past, it, like she was at the person in front of me. I put my head up and I'm like, oh crap. And she uh, handed me the cupcake, and I was like, great job. <laughs> <laughs> you did well, I'm but, guessing. <clears throat> yeah. I was just like, I, I, I'm I, pretty sure I dreamed something involving like the, what she was talking about. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was very unintentional, uh, and luckily my teacher didn't notice. And I don't know if any... I don't know if any of the students noticed because no one asked me about it after. So I was like, "Oh, sweet." Yeah, that's but, that's the best case scenario is no one noticed. Yeah, and I got a cupcake out of it, and it was a pretty pretty good cupcake. It's not very o- it's consider. not very often you fall asleep and you wake up to someone giving you a cupcake. That's a rare occurrence. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, oh, well, win win. Got a nap and food. 
great. I usually fall asleep and wake up and the cupcakes are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so where'd they go? Got crumbs on your mouth? Back in my that's senior a, year of college, back in my senior year of college, we still were doing, it was the 20, 2020 to 2021 semesters, so COVID things were still happening, so most of my, almost all of my classes were online, like the lectures at least. There's only one lecture that he allowed us to come to if we wanted to, and I went every single day because I focus better when I'm in the classroom. So, mm-hmm. um, but we, one of my lectures was online, and it was at nine in the morning. And for context, my senior year of college, because I only had that lecture twice a week, and then Fridays at like nine thirty or ten was when my lab course started usually. So like Thursday, Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I didn't have anything until like one o'clock. So I just slept in super late. But as a result, I normally would stay up super late as well, and I would just you know only get a, I'd get like. I'd be going to bed at like three in the morning and then getting basically rolling out of bed at nine and going for like getting on my laptop for lectures. Well, so because it was, I was getting up what felt like really early to me because of my sleep schedule. I'd often just kind of take the, take the lectures off. I'd be, I wouldn't take notes because that was a lot for me to do in the morning (laughs) with (laughs) my current, my current living situation and everything. So, um, I didn't feel like taking notes most of the time and he would post the notes. So what I would do is I'd listen to the lecture and then I would rewatch the lectures and take notes the second time through, basically. But one time, I was in the lecture, and it's I guess at some point I fell asleep. And when I woke up, it was just me and the professor in the Zoom call, and that was mm. it. So That's I woke. The worst. I woke up. I just kind of turned and looked at my screen. I see I'm still in the Zoom call. No one's talking. He's not talking. He's just kind of sitting there looking at the screen. And I like my eyes like open real wide and i just like reached over and i quickly just left the zoom i left the call i'm like i don't like move mouse over to i just did not want to face whatever was about to happen i'm like i just need to get out of this i need to hit the ejector button on this situation is your camera on no 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 no. my my camera was off his camera was on though so i could see what he was doing he was just looking at the screen nondescript i don't know if he said my name and that's what woke me up or something i have no idea um, there was a guy. There's a guy in uh, one of my online classes who fell asleep with his camera on. Oh, bro. oh. <laughs> <clears throat> that's rough. That wasn't the story that I had. Glasses or sunglasses? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll help. Ultimate disguise. <laughs> I didn't have. That wasn't the last story I had, but I do have one more story related to consequences of actions. And then if you guys don't have anything else, we could probably wrap up after that. But I'll preface this by saying if um, be, if you have a weak stomach, be warned of this story. It involves uh, vomiting. So, um, <laughs> I had, oh, my. So it was my freshman year of college, and I went to my small group meeting in the lobby of my dorm building. And I didn't feel great. I felt okay enough that I got through the whole meeting. But then I headed back up and I'm like, boy, I really, I really don't feel good. I'm just going to go to bed. It was only like nine o'clock and I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed now. So it was in a dorm room. So, you know, small room. We don't have any. It's just like two beds, small closet. And uh, you just store any store everything wherever you can fit it, basically, (laughs) because uh, it's a small living situation. So it was me and my roommate at the time. He wasn't home. He was out that night. He was normally out kind of late, so I was used to him not being around at that time. So 
I went, so I was, uh, so I went to bed at nine. I woke up at 10, um, and I'm like sweating profusely. I'm like, oh no, this isn't good. So I wake up at 10 and I'm like, this is, this is bad. I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to run to the bathroom. I feel like something's going to happen. So as I, I, I had my bed fully lofted. So to get down was a little bit of an, was a little bit of a adventure, so I'm getting down from my bed and I'm like, oh, and I can feel my stomach doing like somersaults. You know that feeling? And oh, it's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. just like the worst feeling. I'm like, oh, no, this is about to happen. This is bad. So the way that it worked was my room was not far from the bathroom, fortunately. But you needed like a key card to get into your both your dorm room as well as the bathroom. So um, I grabbed my so I grabbed my key card. And I just kind of, I just kind of went running out of my dorm room, and I'm like, I just got to get there. But then I realized I kind of left the door open to my dorm, and my roommate still wasn't home. And it, and like the the part of me that gets worried about stuff is like, oh no, someone's gonna go in there and steal my Xbox or something. Like, who knows? <laughs> who knows what'll happen if I leave my door open because my roommate's not home? In actuality, I lived on a floor with a bunch of great dudes, and not, that would not have happened. But in like my dazed, confused state, I'm like, I gotta close my door. So I get basically to the bath. I get to the bathroom door, then realize, oh no, I left my door open. So I run back <laughs> to my room, close the door, <laughs> and then go running back to the bathroom again. <laughs> and I bust through the I bust through the bathroom door. There's a guy at um. There's a guy at this one of the sinks who, interestingly enough, I ended up living with my sophomore year. Um, so even after witnessing this, he still decided to live with me and I go, so the way it was, I go in and then you turn right and the wall, there's a wall of sinks on your right at that point. And then there's like a little area where you go, there's like a little like passage. And if you go through that passage, you'll have the showers on your left and the bathroom stalls on your right. So I go running and I, and I'm going for that first, um, that first, uh, stall I don't make it to the passage. I threw up all over the wall on the left side because my only thought was don't throw up on the poor guy standing at the sink. (laughs) So I'm running and I'm like, and I'm just, I just throw up all over the wall. It's like the first like wave or whatever you want to call it. And then I finish running and I make it to the toilet before the rest comes out. And then I'm so I'm just throwing up in the toilet and the guy at the sink after all the commotion and I like get all of it out. He goes, uh, you OK, Matt? And I'm like, <laughs> and I, at that point, you've, I was feeling the like relief, you know, when you get flush all that stuff out of your system. So I was feeling good. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And um, but there was still vomit all over the wall because wow. I did because I decided to turn around and close my door. In, or, in order to prevent anything in my dorm from getting stolen instead of prioritizing making sure I got to the toilet to uh, flush my system, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I felt Ugh. it became a whole thing. Other guys in the floor were like, what happened? And he's like, Matt threw up on the wall. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm just like yelling from the stall. And they're like, no, it's fine. And I felt really stupid. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had the best of intentions. I'm like, I don't want any Albert stuff or my stuff to be messed with while I'm throwing up in the bathroom. But then because of it, I ended up throwing up on the wall. So 
Little did you know that there was actually, if you'd left your door open, there would have been a terrorist who'd come in, and he would have planted a bomb in your room. But he, the, but since the door was closed, he knew he was plan was foiled. And so I he was left not, and then changed his life. I was not in the most logical lines mindset, <laughs> to say the least. I was not thinking logically in that moment. I was just trying to cover all my bases. Basically, it was just kind of like, okay, yeah. I, a, I was like, I had like a mental checklist I was trying to run through. I got to grab my key card, close the door. Crap, I didn't close the door. And yeah, it was a whole thing. Nice. Yeah. Best of intentions, unintended consequences. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So on that note, I won't even say high note, just note. Um, on that <laughs> abysmal note. On that abysmal note of me embarrassing myself as a freshman in college. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody, <laughs> all you listeners out there. Uh, please give us a follow and leave a review, preferably a five-star review, on any of your podcatchers that um, allow you to do so. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram at the.nbn.podcast and on Facebook at the official Nothing But Nonsense podcast page. And again, I wanted to thank all y'all for watching and listening and just joining us. And we'll see y'all next week. See you. Watching. <laughs> I, have wa- I have watching written down here on my outro sheet. I don't know why. I hope they're not watching us right now. Yeah, that'd be a problem. Watch you next week, guys. <laughs>